This is the Doubles Only Tennis Podcast, where you learn the best tips and strategies in the world to help you become a smarter, more effective tennis player. You'll hear interviews with pro tour doubles players and coaches, including easy-to-use lessons to improve your game and win more matches. My name is Will Bocek, founder of the Tennis Tribe, doubles strategy coach, and host of the show. All right, and we're live. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm here with Alexa Garachi in the Indian Wells Tennis Garden uh, at World Team Tennis. Alexa, welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So you are um, my very first guest to have on the show in person. Wow. So the podcast started last November and obviously there's been the pandemic going yeah. on. So everything's been over Zoom and this is the first in-person interview that I've done. Um, nice. This is my first podcast in person. Oh, so really? I'm happy okay. to be a part of it. Awesome. So uh, for people listening who may not know your name, mm-hmm. uh, you just went to the WTA finals in Guadalajara. So you're one of the top eight doubles teams in the world, yep. you and Desiree. Um, what else should they know about you? Um, well, I played college. Yeah. <laughs> I played college tennis at the University of Alabama. Okay. Um, I did not know that. Yes, my I'm a seventh generation um, bloodline there at Alabama. My dad yeah. played tennis there. My brother went to school there. My dad was the first foreign athlete at Alabama. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, and uh, after I graduated, I wasn't planning on even going pro or anything. And then towards the end of my senior year, I started to get better and better and made semifinals of NCAA singles and doubles. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, maybe I should give this a shot. And, yeah, my road's been, you know, not the normal road to, you know, WTA finals, basically. But it's been, um, yeah, my journey. And it's I went through some injuries. I tore my ACL uh, mm-hmm. two years after returning pro. And kind of had to restart from you know the beginning of no rankings and yeah, yeah I, I had an immediate um success in doubles and just stuck with it and yeah I had a just a, you know a rise each year in, in in my ranking and um yeah it's been great you know this year with Desiree I think we've won two or I won three WTA titles this year uh two with Desiree mm-hmm. um yeah my first uh WTA 1000 event in Dubai um yeah, we made semifinals of U.S. Open this year, yeah. and then, yeah, we're one of the top eight teams in the world and got to go to WTA Finals. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, so I want to talk a little bit more about the WTA Finals. Mm-hmm. So y'all played in Guadalajara. Uh, I watched um, a lot of it, uh, yeah. and they were talking about the altitude. Uh, y'all were playing with pressureless balls or mm-hmm. some, like, customized balls, yes, I guess. Yes, I think they're balls that they made just for that tournament, basically. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely a transition because we're not used to playing in altitude, really, ever. Yeah. There's, I think, one tournament in Bogota. But um, other than that, I mean, we're not really used to playing in altitude. So we had to get mm-hmm. there, you know, obviously days early and adjust and get used to the tension and everything. But, I mean, they did a really great job of, throwing that event together I would see you know in a couple months it was amazing and it was an amazing uh, fan base that turned out you know I think it was it makes the event so much more special when we have so many fans yeah yeah and the fans seem to stick around for doubles too for the most part which was yeah I feel like a lot of people can relate to doubles because it's you know what they what what people play most (laughs) you know so I think they love it it's a lot going on and um, fun points to watch yeah yeah absolutely 
Um, so how did you get started in uh, tennis? So my parents both teach tennis okay. and they have a club where we live in Florida. So you didn't have a choice. So I literally learned <laughs> how to walk on a court when I was like three years old, two years yeah. old. So um, yeah, I just um, had no other choice and I'm super, super competitive mm-hmm. and I just wanted to play tournaments all the time and I wanted to kind of be like, it's funny, I, I grew up if I wanted a dress or knew this or knew that, I'd, my dad would be like, you have to hit 10 balls over the net first, you know? So yeah. he kind of uh, uh, dangled the carrot in front of me <laughs> like that. And then I just, I got so competitive and yeah, I just fell in love with it. Where'd you grow up? In Destin, Florida. It's in the Panhandle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to go there for uh, for fall break when I was nice, a kid. Nice, yeah, nice. Family vacations. Um, awesome. So you, you grew up in Destin, you go to Alabama, you play there. Uh, what year did you turn pro? Uh, after I graduated in 2013. 2013. Okay, got it. And then um, when you're when you graduate, you're going pro. I assume you're going to try to give singles a shot too. Yes. Yeah. I got up to around 300 in singles. Okay. Before I tore my ACL, I was literally at like my career high in singles and doubles. Oh man. And got hurt and was timing. like, yeah, I was just like, am I meant to do this? Is this a sign? Do I need to stop? Yeah, yeah. What do I need to do? And I knew ultimately, you know, I wanted, to, I'm an active person and I, you know, I knew I was going to have to rehab and get surgery and no matter if I want to do daily activities where I'm being athletic, like I feel like I'm going to have to rehab it to the best. So I might as well just see what happens. And, and it was kind of refreshing because I felt like I, I had a new attitude, um, coming forward with tennis. It was like, kind of like, Oh, whatever. Like it could be gone tomorrow, you know? Sure. And then moving forward, I just, I felt like I played so much looser and relaxed and just and learned to enjoy it even more. Because it's funny, as tennis players, we don't realize how how quickly it can be taken away from us. You take it for yeah. granted sometimes, you know, so. Yeah, for sure. So that's, that's a good transition to my next question. I was uh, watching you play earlier, uh, and I, th- I think you, like, poached on a ball or something, and you had a, a relatively easy, like, high backhand. Uh-huh. And you missed it, and you turned around. And I watch a lot of the players yeah. on tour. Not everybody's like this, but but a lot of the players on tour get real upset and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're always smiling. Mm-hmm. You're always smiling. Where yeah. did you get that from? I don't know. I've always been this way growing yeah. up. I feel like it helps me. I like to play relaxed. And, you know, I think I've figured out that a negative attitude isn't going to do anything. It's not going to help you, you know. Yeah. So it's only going to hurt you. So you know, obviously I get frustrated like a norm, anybody else, but I feel like I don't like to show my opponents I'm frustrated. I don't, you know, cause I know what it's like when I play someone and they get frustrated and they show me that negative body language. I yeah. love it. You yeah. like, you love to you see feel that. Like you've got the match. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just gonna not n- like never do that. I can, I feel like one of the biggest things is control the things you can control and your attitude is one of them you know sometimes you're not playing your best and you can't really control that but if you're giving your best effort and you're controlling your attitude usually things will turn around tennis is a crazy sport and there's so many ebbs and flows right so yeah so there's i don't know if i've mentioned this on the podcast before uh for anybody listening but there's an author named james clear who wrote a book called atomic habits and he talks about like uh, this is separate from the book. Mm-hmm. He wrote a blog post about anger and like what it does to the brain. And it actually like narrows your focus a lot so that you can't see the bigger picture yeah. and stuff. So if you think about that on the tennis court, like if you're getting angry, you might not see like, especially in doubles, because there's so much yeah. more strategy involved. 
you might not see like an opportunity or a strategy there if you're angry because yeah. you're just so focused on yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think so, all, I think too playing doubles, I have to lift up my partner a lot too. So I don't yeah, want to, you know, that's thing. a big big part of it too. Lots of reasons to not get angry on the court. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's let's talk double strategy. So you you've uh, had a lot of success this year with Desiree. Um, she's left-handed, mm-hmm. right? Um, so how do y'all uh, overall? How, how do y'all deal with that? Yeah, um, her being left-handed. No, it's I think it's great. I mean, a lot of players struggle against serving against or returning yeah. against left-handed serves. So yeah. for me as the net player, I feel like I'm looking to be really aggressive up there. Um, mm-hmm. I think it it definitely helps and. Um, especially we have both of our forehands in the middle. Yeah. So when we're at, if we're at the net. Um, it's typically what I recommend yeah, to people. Exactly. If you're playing with the lefty. Exactly. Yeah. So that's like a that. big a big advantage. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think the serve is, is a huge one. So let's say, so tonight was your first night for World Team Tennis. Um, well, actually, at the WTA Finals, you all had deciding points. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I really want to get rid of those. Uh, <laughs> I know it's tough. It's I a like coin for, toss. I like them for World Team Tennis, but for the WTA Finals, it's got to be a full deuce. Yeah. But anyways, so deciding point, uh, you're serving. They, I think for the most part, they choose add the opponents. Yeah. I think most of yeah. them were choosing yeah. add. What's your strategy? I just. When Desiree and I play, I'm usually taking most of the deuce points returning just because I'm the more, like, consistent returner and okay. her forehand volley's in the middle. Okay. So I feel like her, she's really good with her hands, with her volleys. She can either do, like, a short volley or go hard. So right. um, typically, yeah, I feel like whoever feels like the more consistent returner. But sometimes it'll change. Maybe I'm not returning great. I'm having a hard time with their serve, and maybe she really is feeling good. So yeah. I think it's just communicating with each other and figuring out like what's the best scenario okay so, so what about what if you're serving mm-hmm. so so you're serving yeah it's obviously a pressure yeah, point so on I your don't serve. get to pick you're about returning. to get yeah so they choose the ad side yeah. which means Desiree's gonna have a forehand in the yeah. middle um what, what's your strategy I, what's initially your I like to go with my what serve I'm feeling the best at okay which is um, usually what Usually T serve. I'm okay. feeling really good with the T. Okay. Um, but if someone's struggling with the kick serve, I, I don't mind hitting the kick serve because then it's like it's a it's a safe enough serve. But yeah. you want to make a good make first, a first serve, serve yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, and then second, you know, you put into your mind, well, what do they struggle with? You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to play my tennis off of what their weakness is. I want to play off what my strength is. Okay. Um, so I, I think about both a little bit. That's how I figure out my my serve strategy. Got it. Okay. And then it, would y'all play? Uh you think you play eye on that big point or I think so yeah because yeah. it makes them have to choose where to go and a lot of okay. times if I hit a good enough first serve it's tough to make that down the line ball sometimes yeah. you know we get it past Desiree exactly okay and then uh we already talked return strategy a little bit um y'all play forehands in the middle uh what about mixed doubles you played some mixed doubles out there tonight yeah. how does your strategy change there <laughs> I mean, um, the guy's taking a lot of balls, you know. I'm, yeah. I felt like Donald tonight was running down a lot, but um, oh, he's, fast. he's really fast. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I just try to hold my ground as much as I can with the guy's serve and when the guy's at the back and look to be aggressive because I think they don't expect the girl to, to poach very much and be aggressive. Right. So that's what I try to do to mix things up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, mixed levels is a weird thing because we're not used to obviously playing with guys. So. Right. 
Yeah, but it's it's fun to watch, and I'd imagine it's fun to play yeah, too. Yeah, no, it is. At, at each each time I play in each slam, or you know, now World Team Tennis, I feel like I'm just getting more and more comfortable. Yeah, and it's just the slams in World Team yeah, Tennis. Yeah, like, it's that's crazy. It. Yeah, that's the only opportunity we get to to watch that. Um, what is what's your favorite play in doubles? So, what I mean by that is like. Like, what's your favorite way to end a point? So for me, it's like my partner's returning, the opponent serves in volleys, and I poach off the return. Yeah. I love ending yeah. a point like yeah. that. What's, what's your favorite? Huh. Lately, I've been loving to return and come into the net, and I mm-hmm. feel like we're getting, I'm setting up Des right away to put up, if I come in off that second serve, yeah. and then all of a sudden Des just has the put away volley. Yeah. So are you, when you're doing that, are you uh, changing anything about your return position? Are you moving forward a little yeah, bit Yeah, I'm trying more? to take it early. Okay, just come block in, it. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, and then get really tight to the net, and the only thing they yeah. can really do is go at her or lob. Yeah, so. and I'd imagine that's pretty tough for the server to lob off of. Yeah, if it's going so flat. Because you've moved forward, right. and you've taken a lot of time away yeah. from them, so they're, they're recovering from their serve. They don't yeah. have a lot of time to, um, to do that and, and really to hit a good deep lob. Yeah. Okay, so what are, well, that's it for double strategy, actually. Um, <laughs> what are your off-season plans? What are you going to work uh, on this off-season? I haven't even Vacation. gotten there yet. I'm not sure. Yeah. We just finished finals. Um, I know my coach is having some, some much-needed time off, and, you know, I think this World Team Tennis time I can kind of sit down too and write down. I haven't even kind of thought about it yet, yeah. but... Um, yeah, just all my thoughts on 2021, and I'll sit down and think about what I want to do for, for next year. But, um, yeah, I'm just enjoying, going to enjoy spending some time at home with my husband and my dog. So Awesome. Where do you all live? In Destin. Oh, you still yeah, live there? Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, what, uh, what about next year, as far as doubles go, do you think Desiree and you will team up again or... You don't want to talk about we it on have a decided public to split, podcast. So oh, you have? It's fine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know who you're going to play with next I'm year? I'm going to play with uh, Nicole Malakar. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay. That that'll be a really good, uh, really good pairing. Yeah. So yeah. she's got a huge serve, yeah. big forehand. Um, her net game's improving a lot. Yeah. yeah. That'll be that'll be really fun. Um, okay. So. I know you got to get to dinner, so I'll, I will let you go in a second. A few rapid-fire yeah, questions. Sure. Uh, what is your favorite uh, tournament? Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Why Wimbledon? It's just iconic. Yeah. It's a different feeling when you're there. What is your favorite tennis book? Tennis book. Hmm. I just read the Andre Agassi one not that long ago, and that was really, really yeah, good. Open. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good one. Uh, what's your favorite non-tennis book? Hmm. It's tough. I haven't been reading too much these days. Okay. <laughs> um, too busy playing tennis. Yeah. How about a favorite uh, like TV show or movie? There's so many. I have so much time to watch <laughs> shows. Um, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Okay. I love Star Wars. Love all the shows that they're putting out now on Disney Plus. So that's really oh, entertaining. Nice. Awesome. Uh, what is? What's your favorite tennis story? Tennis story, it can be a like, personal story. Yeah. I think mine about you know having to overcome my injury and, yeah. and you know it's taught me a lot to where to get me to where I am today and just it's I think about it often when things aren't going well and losing matches it's mm-hmm. like just it's nice to take things into perspective. Yeah. 
And last, uh, how do we grow doubles? That's a good question. We're trying to work on that all the time. You know, I think if we can get more TV coverage Mm -hmm. with it, because I just feel like um, maybe even with the tennis channel, they put a lot of the big singles matches on, but the doubles they're not really putting on there, like on the regular tennis channel for, oh, maybe only the finals, you know? And I feel like a lot of people love to watch and... Yeah, maybe if other networks can pick up tennis too, just to get it get it on there and get get some women's doubles on there. I know it's it's funny because I feel like not that many people watch women's. I think women's doubles, you know. But I think once they get into it and they start, even if they see it in person, they're like, "Wow, yeah. they really can respect what we're doing." Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. It's kind of like a chicken or the egg problem because like we we want it on TV more, but. Uh, there's got to be like the demand, but right. having it on TV creates more demand. So yeah. it's an interesting, um, uh, interesting problem that that hopefully we can help solve. Yes, I hope so. It's tough too because you're like, well, if singles players play, but you know, I think some of the younger girls are doing a great job and they're playing, and I think that's drawn some attention, like Coco and McNally. You know, yeah, like yeah. I feel like they've drawn a lot of attention to women's doubles, showing right. how important it is that it, it helps the rest of your game for these singles players. Yeah, absolutely does. Yeah, I was here for Indian Wells last month, and they were playing here on Stadium 3. Yeah. I mean, it was just packed. packed. Yeah. And the crowd was loving it. Um, yeah, so the, some of the singles players playing uh, definitely helps a lot. And then, yeah, I, I feel like, I don't know, I've seen... I mean, I can go on about tennis channel, but like they'll they'll show like replays of the singles yeah. Djokovic match over like your doubles yeah. match that's live yeah. or something, and I'm like, what? It's frustrating Come on, y'all. for like, sure. Uh, but I don't know that maybe once uh, Djokovic and Federer and Nadal yeah. are, are out of the way, the demand for yeah. them will will slow down. Yeah. Um, all right, so I will uh, I'll let you go. To Thank dinner. you so much. Thanks, I appreciate thanks it. Thanks a ton for yeah. uh, coming on. Of course. Thank you. If you're a doubles player, you'll love our weekly doubles newsletter. Every Thursday, we send you doubles tips and strategies to help you improve your game and become a smarter player. When you sign up, you'll get a free 10-page guide on how to play with more confidence and dominate at the net in doubles. You can go to thetennistribe.com to sign up now.